What up, my G? Welcome back to episode 7 on Rebel Unique. This is the one where all the pain and trauma becomes your default. Bye. Can I just start by saying you look stunning today. Beautiful, amazing, glowing. You gorgeous, gorgeous human. And if you're like, what the fucking good, you can't even see me. I don't need to see you, sweaty pie. Just receive it, accept it, and make it your truth. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Rebel Unique. I am your hostess with the mostess of hilarity and comedy, Ingrid Leckie. And I want to start today with a little something different, a shameless plug for myself and the epicness that I create. So you guys may not know that apart from doing this fun, hilarious, brilliant, powerful podcast... (laughs) yes I am confident within myself I also am a life activated coach and I work one-on-one with beautiful humans for three and six month periods and I also am about to start an amazing seven-day free challenge now this challenge is for any of you beautiful women that are listening in and it's called the new year's rebellion seven days to giving less fucks because Fuck going into 2020 with a whole bunch of bullshit resolutions that are all in our heads, that aren't really clear, that are attached to things that we feel like we should do to be enough. And let's just start giving less fucks as of now, as of this very moment. So this challenge starts on December the 16th, 2019. It's over on my Facebook page. I'll put the link in the notes so you can go across and join part of this challenge for seven days with the other amazing, epic, beautiful women that are already in there. And let's do it. Let's do it. Every single day you get to give less fucks, my love, because, oh, how freeing would that be coming into 2020? These are tools that you'll be applying all through 2020, but you get to experience them for seven days straight and see what it feels like to give less fucks. Are you in? Ha! Yes, please. I'll put the link in the notes, like I said, for... um for the Facebook page, but you can find it on Facebook. It's on my page anyway. Okay, let's do the damn thing. Let's talk about the one where your ego wants to hang on to the pain, the one with the reference points, the one where your pain and your trauma become your default. All of the things, the one, this is the one. So I've spoken about ego before, and essentially ego is here for us to be kept safe. She comes in. She comes in with ways of keeping us in our comfort zone, which feels safe, which feels warm and cozy, and also sometimes feels really uncomfortable. Even though it's warm and cozy, it's also uncomfortable. Our comfort zone can be toxic. Our comfort zone can be something that isn't serving us. And our ego will bring us back to that because whatever we're used to, whatever we've been doing for longer than we haven't is comfortable. You know yourself, when you try any new habit out, try something new, it's difficult, isn't it, to do that new habit? And here's an, uh, a really good example of how much we get stuck in our comfort zones and how much our subconscious is governing our habits and our defaults because we've been doing them for longer than we haven't. Have you ever, and there's d- varied versions of this, but have you ever had that one drawer in your kitchen that is for a particular thing. So it might be, say, let's say you've got a drawer where the tea towels are kept and the matches are kept. I'm totally visioning my own drawer right now. (laughs) 
where the tea towels are kept and the matches are kept. Like you've got that one drawer. And then you do a whole clean out of your kitchen and you shuffle things around and you put your tea towels and your matches in a different drawer. It may be in the same side of the kitchen. It may be in a different part of the kitchen. But for a while, you keep going to the original drawer, to the old drawer where the tea towels were kept because that's the habit. You've conditioned yourself to know that that's where they are kept. And you have to actually check in for a while with yourself and remind yourself that, oh shit, my tea towels are in a totally different drawer, you idiot. Until you retrain that to be your new comfort zone, your new familiarity. And then that becomes familiar and so on and so forth. Do you know how often I used to drive? It took a good month. I drove to our old house when after we moved three months ago. I would just go into default autopilot and I'd be do-do-do and the boys would be like, mom, where are you going? I'm like, oh. I'm going to the old house, aren't I? Shit. And I have to turn around and, and retrack. So ego keeps us in those comfort zones because it's, we, it has to take, it takes, um, it takes a little bit of effort. Well, sometimes a lot of effort. It takes some conscious choices. It takes some awareness. It takes some embodiment to choose something else when it's not what we're used to. So what I want to talk today about is the pains and the traumas that we are used to. And we all have them. This, if you take nothing else away from everything I say today, take this away. You are not alone. No matter what you have experienced, my love, hear me. You are not alone. If it is rape, if it is sexual abuse, if it is child abuse, if it is domestic violence, if it is abandonment, if it is rejection, if it is poverty, if it is any of those things and everything in between, it doesn't even have to be those extreme polarity versions of, of trauma and pain. It could just be, um, no, I don't say just because just means it's minimalizing and I'm not minimalizing it. It could be something along the lines of um, I was only celebrated for the wins in my life. I was only celebrated when I got A's or when I won trophies or and then when I didn't, I was made feel like I could do, do better. Like that is not sexual abuse and that is not domestic violence and that is not physical abuse, but it is still trauma and pain. It stores in your body and you form a belief around it as your younger self and it then plays out in your adult life. So we all have them. We all have these. And this is the thing from all the beautiful humans that I work with time and time again. The one thing that always comes up is a relief to know that the, sto- the story that they share about their pain and their trauma from the past, that they're not alone. They're like, holy shit, just sharing that made me feel heard. It made me feel enough. It made me feel seen. It made me feel loved. It made me feel held. So I want you to know that no matter what, you're not alone, gorgeous. And the pains and the traumas that we choose to face off with can sometimes feel like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not going there. I ain't pulling at that thread because they feel so painful and our ego does everything she can to avoid pain because pain means our safety is being compromised. That's how our ego reads it. Not just physical pain, anything, anything that shows up that could seem painful or could cause uncomfortability, anything that's unknown, the unknown. Ego likes the known. Ego likes planning, predictability, because that's safe. When you know what's coming, you're safe, right? But if you don't know what's coming, holy shit, your ego freaks out. 
this is why we sabotage ourselves. It's a, it's a form of safety for our, for our ego. Have you ever broken up a relationship because you thought they were going to break up with you first? So you thought, I'll get in and do the breaking up. It's a form of safety because you're predicting that's going to happen. So why don't I just take myself there so then I can predict the outcome and that gives me back a sense of control which makes me feel safe. I could go on and on about this. This is huge. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about was essentially this episode is an invitation for you to look at your pains, to have someone in your life that can hold you in sharing them, that you feel safe with, and that someone may not be a relative or a close friend. It may look like a coach or a therapist or something along those lines that you feel like you could invest your beautiful self in energetically, time-wise, and money-wise, financially, to release that pain. Because our ego needs a reference point for future potential unsafe situations. And that is why it is so hard to let go of our stories, to let go of our, our bullshit, to let go of our victim, to let go of all those things that really aren't serving us, but we're like, why? Why do I stay in this not-enoughness? Because there's a payoff. Your ego needs you to stay in your not enoughness because you've been doing that for longer than you haven't. So it feels safe. So you get to look at where you are holding yourself back, where you are holding on to pains and stories, where you are reliving them. Um, I'm just trying to think of a real, real time example or a real life example. A good one would be, have you ever, um, another relationship one, have you ever gone through a breakup and you break up, either he breaks up, he or she breaks up with you or you break up with them, but then you go through old messages and you relive it and you analyze what he said or she said and how you could have, should have done that um, and what did he mean by that and all the things and you just relive, I've done this, I've 100% done this and you relive the pain. Because that was familiar, that drama and that pain. I was addicted to drama 100% in my life because there was a payoff for that. Because if there was drama, it kept me away from feeling unsafe in joy and happiness because I wasn't used to feeling real joy and happiness. I wasn't used to being in a relationship or friendships that were nurturing and loving. And so I would create drama even when there wasn't drama because it created a sense of safety for my ego. Because this is what you're used to, Ingrid. You're used to the drama. And so I'd go through the messages. Even when we'd been broken up for three months, six months, whatever it might have been, I'd relive the pain because then it brought about, about that uh, frustration and made that story about him and he is this person, all the things that he's done to me and I'm the victim. And it... Thinking back now, if I had have let go of that point of reference, if I had have just, it is what it is, and I get to heal the trauma and pain that came from that relationship, and I get to forgive him, and I get to love on him from afar, whoa, that feels so uncomfortable. No, I'm going to hang on to the pain. Because then if he shows up again, I know what to do. I know I know that this pain is is a reference point for my ego to avoid. And sometimes we don't avoid. <laughs> sometimes we go back for more because that's comfortable. The drama of the shitty relationship is comfortable. So we go back for more. And I've done that too. 
you know what? 330 second chance is a charm, right? <laughs> oh, funny times, funny times. Funny times. So you, my love, you get to let go of your pain. Like what if? What if you played in joy? What if you played in happiness? What if you played in play? Does that feel really unsafe? You know what else feels unsafe? Stopping. <laughs> Stopping and just being in silence and doing nothing. Doing no thing. Does that feel unsafe? Fuck yes. I could be doing something else. This isn't productive. What am I doing? I should be doing this. I should be doing that. This is a waste of time. This isn't getting me anywhere or doing anything. This feels stupid. I'm just going to go and distract or avoid or go and get back into doing. That feels unsafe for your ego because it's painful. How often do you avoid time to yourself because you're afraid to sit in silence in the fear of what may come up because it could be painful? Catch it. Catch where that ego comes in. And distracts you or takes you away from what could be, even if that is unknown. Does that make sense? Because how often have you been in pure joy or pure, like the deliciousness of life and this thought comes in that oh, it's too good to be true, so it probably is, or this won't last, or I'm just waiting for something bad to happen. I'm waiting for something to, to bring this down, to change it back to drama, back to pain, back to the bullshit because that's what I'm used to. How often have you done that? All of the things, all of the reference point that your ego is hanging on to, all of those little things, other things that are holding you back from living your dream life, from living your, your desires out, from living your true potential, from living in your true potential, all of those bullshit stories all of the pains and traumas that you get to heal, they are holding you back, babe. Yes, your ego is doing her job and she's doing an amazing job, but you don't need that reference point. What if you let go of the pain and you just free fall into the unknown of your future? Free fall into I've taken this step or I've made this decision and I have no fucking idea how it's going to turn out, but I'm doing it anyway. Free fall into that, into the joy of life, actually experiencing joy on a daily basis. Like if you had to rate how much joy you experience on a day from one to 10, what would it feel like? Or a percentage? How much joy do you experience in your day? How many things do you choose in your day that are amplifying that joy? How many activities and habits do you have that just feel expansive that you would give a 10 out of 10? What percentage of your day is filled with those? I guarantee it's not up in the 90s. I guarantee it's probably not even the 70s because we're so used to doing the other things that don't feel good because there's a reference point for our ego. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it's our safety zone. So what you get to do, my love, like I said, catch. Catch where your ego is coming in trying to keep you playing small in a reference point of pain. You get to let go of the stories of the I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable, I'm worthless, I'm not valuable. What would it feel like to believe that the opposite are true? What would it feel like to have that your way of being? Like, oh my God, I just believe with all of my worth, I mean all of myself that I'm worthy. I believe with all of my being that I'm enough. And yes, you'll have fleeting moments 
of not enoughness, but it won't be your default anymore. You're so used to the thing that you're doing that feeling something else feels really unsafe. So your ego hangs on to that debilitating thought, to the pain, to the trauma, to the story, because it's what you've known. Jump, free fall, into the unknown. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's so fucking true. Our ego is doing an amazing job. We get to love on her and we get to say, sweetheart, just go and take a seat because I've got life to live. I've got all these things to achieve. And so I see so many beautiful humans allowing themselves to be debilitated by their ego and stay so deeply stuck in their stories that they think that is their truth. They think that is their reality. They think that is this is as good as it gets. They think this is the only way of being. And it's fucking not. It's not. It's so not. You are one choice away from pivoting it. And that choice might be, I'm going to go out and play with no purpose, no time limit, no anything today and see how that feels. Just practice, my loves. Life is one big experiment. It's one big, one big game. Just play it. Just play it. And just, and also know, I just want to add into this, know that I am not immune to any of this. I was so stuck and I'm not good enough for so long and denying that I was stuck in it. And now, having gone through, no, I don't want to say gone through, having experienced and allowed my pain and traumas to come to the surface, and not all of them, there's still plenty in there I get to heal and look at, but allowing myself to be in a space where I was seen and heard by my beautiful coaches in my past and, and, and programs that I invested in, and healing those pain and, and traumas and knowing that they're not who I am. The I'm not, an, I'm not good enough story is like, a little flicker that comes in sometimes and I catch it and go, wait, no, that's not me. Rather than allow my ego to run with it to keep me safe from feeling all this amazing other stuff that's at my fingertips. Okay, that's it for me because I could talk about this for 14 days. (laughs) It's very specific. I don't know why I picked 14 days. I hope that landed on some way, shape and form. I would love to hear back from your beautiful self in the reviews or send me a message on Instagram. It's Ingrid underscore Leckie, L-E-C-K-E on Insta. Come and follow me on Insta and do some dancing and do some shares and do some crazy shit, all the stuff I do on Insta, but send me a little message and let me know how this landed or if you have any other questions about anything I just said, hit me up. That's what I'm here for, to love and support on your beautiful self. Don't forget about the seven-day challenge. It's free. It's in Facebook It's going to be amazing. It starts the 16th of December. It's all women. So get your sexy ass in there. Keep being your amazing, epic self, my lovely. Remember, it's an inside job. Work from the inside out and continue to be rebelliously yourself. I love you. What's up, guys? It's me, Max. Here, signing off. Make sure you give mom five stars and a review. Um, you can find her on YouTube. She she's a big talker. Peace out. How's that?